episode of The Provocative Podcast. All right, guys. I know we didn't do an episode last week. I feel like sometimes it's really good for me to take like a week or two off the podcast. I think I come up with a lot. No, I think I, I feel like I get more inspired to uh, come on here and talk to you guys more about things that are going on in my life or things that are in alignment with my life and I feel like you guys can benefit from. Um, it just taking a little bit sometimes of a break just helps me with like talking points too. I don't know why I'm trying to move this a little bit. Um, <laughs> anyways, I miss you guys though. I always miss you guys when I don't record, but things are going great. Let me, let me first catch you guys up a little bit on my life. Um, uh, I've been in my gym routine. I really have, there hasn't been anything new or crazy. Still working on that secret project. I promise we just had a meeting the other day on Monday and um, two days ago and we're so excited. We're ready. It's just, we're almost there guys. And I cannot wait because the more I talk about this project, the more, the more I get excited. I just can't even put it into words. Like I have so much faith in this thing we're doing. And I think I mentioned it to you guys before. Um, and we'll go, actually, I'm not going to mention this because I will literally tell you guys the story frame of how we got here and everything once this product launches, but I'm just, let me just tell you when something's meant to be for you, it's meant to be for you. When there's an idea that is going to happen, like for you, it's going to happen for you. Like, I can't tell you how many times I wanted to come up with something and nothing was like, Nothing was hitting like my heart. I was like, no, I don't want to do that. No, I don't really. And this just, ever since we started this project, I just feel like it was meant for us. And I'm just so excited. I can't even tell you how excited I am. But other than that, things are good. I've been really keeping consistent with Pilates every Tuesday. I'm so extremely sore. I went yesterday and like, guys, oh my God, my core. I am telling you, you guys need to go to Pilates on a reformer machine. It will change your life. It will change the way you think about training. It just, it hits so many different little muscles and I absolutely love it. I, It's very, very challenging, but in a really good way. I think when I first started, it was right after prep and I was like, not in the right headspace to do it. And I only did it for like a month or two. Now I feel like I'm in the right headspace. Like I appreciate it more and I really, really enjoy it. So I've been doing that, um, every Tuesday and it's, it's been going great. Um, a few announcements, uh, dark sport. I am wearing one. Of, if you're watching through YouTube, you will see that I'm wearing one of the things releasing this weekend from the Valhalla collection. Um, they're launching these short like jumpsuits, which are so cute. I love it. I got it in black and a brown, which I'm wearing the brown now. And they're really nice by themselves, but I really like it when I put it, um, like layer it with something. Like right now I have like the crop uh, little jacket. Uh, sometimes I'll put like just like their long sleeve crop um, on and it just looks so good. And, and if you can match the colors together, it literally looks like it's like a one piece thing. Um, but I love it. They're also launching some jumps, a jumpsuit, which I really, really love. The material is really thin, so it's not really like compressing, I will say. It's very stretchy, um, but it's really, really good. So launch this weekend is going to be re a really good one of my favorite launches guys um so code jazzy 10 saves you 10 at discount use it make your boyfriend use it make your husband use it make your mama use it <laughs> your cousin use it make your entire gym use my code okay um but i appreciate you guys if you do shop with me using my code it just it shows the team that you guys support me and i really really appreciate it um no evil had a launch last week or just a clearance sell if you guys uh don't know if you're new listeners 
Chris and I have a brand called No Evil. Because of this new project, we've kind of wanted to um, take a break a little bit from No Evil. So any of the inventory we had left, we just wanted, you know, to give it to you guys basically like as a we're not launching this ever again kind of thing. So all the guardian bracelets, the guardian rings, the earrings, we still have some of those. Um, so make sure you guys check it out. And everything's like discounted. You don't need a clearance um, code or anything like that. It's already discounted. So noevillabel.com. Go shop. Support your girl. And yeah, another thing I wanted to um, announce before I go into a little bit more of uh, an intro Um I had a brain fart. Um, I am going to do an event for you guys this November. It is something I truly, truly want to do. I've been like, I was back and forth on throwing the event this year because I feel like I didn't believe in myself. I was like, I don't, I'm like, what if no one comes to support me? Like, what if I just don't have support? And I was just like, not, I was not believing in myself. And I been seeing a lot of things that are, I've been seeing a lot of things that surround like building community, like so many different posts, so many just different things. And in my heart, it was like something was telling me you need to build community, especially here in Houston. Like I am surrounded by so many amazing women here and like so many also Latinos here. And I just really want to build community. And it's important. I feel like it's important to build the little community. I feel like my friend group is so small and I am now in a place in my life where I want to meet new people. I want to see what they offer. I want to see what I can offer them. Like I am just so excited. I don't know. Like I've just been in a better headspace and we'll talk a little bit more about that in a second, but I really want to build community. So I am thinking about throwing an event, a woman's empowerment event. I think it's going to be a woman's empowerment, empowerment event. But if you guys think, cause Chris has been on the show a lot. If you guys think that you guys would like a co-ed event, let me know. DM me, leave a comment here. What kind of event you guys would prefer a co-ed event or just a woman's empowerment event, but I do want to be, I want to throw an event, right? And I want to know how many of you guys would actually want to fly into Houston if you're not from Houston and do this event. I don't know the price range yet. I am not, I am not trying to make any money off of this event, but I just want to make sure that I give you guys an amazing event. I can get amazing speakers, amazing goodie bags, amazing lunch provided or whatever food provided catering for you guys. So I don't know what the ticket price would be. I'm still working all those details out, but I don't want to do anything crazy, ridiculous. Um, but I am going to try to limit it to like 100 to 150 people. Let me know, unless you guys, unless I receive like a thousand messages and it's like, I'm, I'm coming, then I'm like, okay, we can work around the numbers, but let me know, send me a DM, send the provocative a DM or leave a comment below in the YouTube video. Let me know if you guys would be interested in coming, if you guys would actually fly out and if you prefer, prefer it to be just a women's empowerment event or a co-ed empowerment event, let me know. All right, guys, so... Back to just a little intro on me. Um, we did finish our book that we just read with our book club. It was called The Patient by, I have pulled up, Alex Mikhail, Micah, I don't know what his last name is. <laughs> Michaelides, Michaelides, there we go. Alex Michaelides, The Silent Patient. I really, really enjoyed that book, guys. I have heard reviews, either you love it or you hate it. I loved it. I thought it was really really great so highly recommend um right now i am kind of on my own reading um the housemaid i bought the second book which is the red one i was supposed to buy the 
blue one according to my friend so i need to go and buy the blue one because i think that one's first um but i'm gonna read both of those and then for our um book club our next book is called the co-worker so i'm excited but that one doesn't actually launch till april no august 29th so um we'll be able to buy it on august 29th so we're kind of waiting but that's our next book club read if you guys want to read it i know you guys have been kind of like into my books so um there's the next one for you guys and then lastly before i get into today's talk i um am finally gonna see a doctor about potentially um getting endometriosis surgery i have this decision has been weighing really heavy on my heart for a long time i've been going back and forth with it because i know that nothing's guaranteed with the surgery but i've just been struggling a lot i feel like every month gets harder every year that i get older gets harder and there are so many moments where like i when my mind is weak, I want to give up. Like, I just don't want to do it anymore. Like, I'm like, I don't, why? It's so hard to just do my simple daily task. And I don't mean like, I don't want to do life anymore, but like, it's so hard to like work out and feel good about myself. And because I'm in so much pain or I'm extremely bloated and I, it's not like an excuse because I'm not doing excuses. I'm doing everything I can, but this disease is really, really shitty. So if you deal with endometriosis, I am so sorry that you deal with it. I don't know. I wish there was a cure for it, guys, but I am looking into surgery. If you know, if you've had surgery or know of someone who's had surgery, can you please let them reach out to me or ask them to reach out to me? I'm just, I am a little scared about the surgery. I'm scared that it's not going to work. I'm like, I am nervous about that. I'm not really nervous about the recovery and stuff like that. I know that I'll come back better. You know, it's, it's the recovery doesn't scare me. I think just the not knowing if you felt like a difference, is it worth going through that surgery? Did it get at least a little bit better? So if you are a loved one, um, has dealt with it or has gone through the surgery for endometriosis, please ask them to reach out to me via DM or whatever you <laughs> platform they can, because I would really, really appreciate it. So that's it guys. Um, I think because of the endometriosis too, like it's been a lot harder to get back into my, my fitness routine. I've been, you know, going to the gym still five days a week and things like that, but it has been a little harder to like wake up and go to spin and find things like fun again, because I'm just like always so like it's up in the air with how my body feels. So it's just been like a shitty little, little thing, but I'm feeling better. I just, now that I know I have a doctor's appointment and this is going to be, um, you know, something on that's on the table already or something we're looking into it makes me feel a little bit better. So anyways, let's get into today's topic, which is not anything too crazy. I've just been doing a lot of self-reflection and guys, I am doing so much better than I was in the beginning of the year. If you guys listen to back episodes in January, February, March, you guys know that March was, I was February actually was going through like the worst part, uh, post-show, um, body dysmorphia, post-show hormone changes, just, um, depression and like my anxiety, like so many different things. Right. And it was one of the hardest part, like times of my life, to be honest. And it's really shitty when you start out a year that way. Like we all set new year's resolutions for ourselves. And when the beginning of the year is not going the way that you planned, especially for someone like me, except for, especially someone like I set out to do what I set out to do. Like if I have a goal, I'm going to do it. And I had all this like excitement about how the year was going to be at. And like 
the beginning of the year is going to be awesome. It's going to be amazing. And it didn't turn out that way. And it was really, really hard. Um, those months, there was a lot, like I said, a lot of like ugly moments, a lot of bad moments, but you know, they always say the bad moments bring the good moments, but I am so grateful that I am so much happier now and I'm doing so much better mentally. I've just, it's like night and day and I've done a lot of self-work. Um, but also I think just time, sometimes we become impatient and we want to heal so fast, but healing is a journey, right? That's why they call it a journey. A self-healing is a journey because you cannot self-heal from one day to another, from one week to another. It just takes time. It takes you waking up every day and being a little consistent. Some days are not perfect. Some days are a little bit better. And those days are what counts. And I've just really learned to take days how they are. I don't expect anything out of my day. I don't have like, oh my God, today's going to be the best day ever. I start my day with wanting it to be the best day ever. But if it's not a good day, I don't, I don't judge my life based on that day. You know, some days I don't have the best days. Some days I wake up and I'm super anxious and I can already tell that I'm off and I know that it's gonna be more of a mellow day. And I accept that. I used to be so, I used to get so caught up if I didn't have a great start to my day and I was already like in my head or already like mellow, it would just piss me off. I'd be like, I had a shitty day. At the end of the day, I'd be so pissed. And now when I like sit in bed and I reflect about the day. I'm like, you know, today wasn't, which I've been doing a lot more recently, like in my own, uh, I've just been sitting down and I'm like, how was my day today? And I was like, actually today's been a good day. Or you know what? Today was kind of like, meh. you know, it was, a, it was a mad day, but it's okay to have mad days. I feel like before I wasn't allowing myself to be okay with having mad days. I felt like I had to have an amazing day every single day. Everything had to be in point or I was a failure. And now it's different. I feel like I've given myself a lot of grace this year, even to, to, to give you guys an example, you know, last year, even before prep, I was going to spin so much. And if I didn't go to spin a day that I scheduled a spin class, oh my God, I can't tell you like how much it would affect me. It would literally bring down my whole day. And now, um, there have been a few days that I missed spin class because I'm just not as hard on, my, on myself as I, as I was last year. I've given myself some grace and, Sometimes I've just needed to sleep in a little bit more and I don't go to spin and I'm like, you know what? I needed that rest. I feel good. And just because I didn't go today doesn't mean I'm not committing to myself. It doesn't mean that I'm a failure. It just means that I needed that break today and it's okay. Right. And I'm starting to learn that it's okay to like get back into the groove of things. I've actually, I think the more consistent that you are with that, the more you want to do sometimes. But I feel like if you go bald to the walls, you end up burning yourself out and it's this like, it, it's this ongoing cycle where you literally can't go, get out of it. So I just feel like so blessed that I'm in a point in my life where I've given myself grace. And I'm like, if my day wasn't perfect, if I didn't kill myself today, it's okay. Like I, like, it doesn't mean that I'm a failure. It doesn't mean that my day was a shitty day. It just means that it was a normal day, which is fine. There's nothing wrong with that, but I am just like in a better headspace and, um, just, even too with my body dysmorphia, I feel like there were moments still where like I was really caught up. Um, I'm going to share something with you guys that I haven't really shared with anyone except like my close, close friends. But this year I have the need for butt implants was probably the highest I've ever wanted it to be. And 
I'm proud of myself because the old Jazzy would have gotten him done without even thinking, without like actually sitting down with my thoughts and asking myself, why is it that you want them? And I'm like, I was contemplating this decision for so long and I wanted him. I was like, I want my butt implants. I want butt implants. And Chris were going, Chris and I were going back and forth. He was very against them. He was very, no, like you don't need them. I was like, I want them. Like the ego in me was like, I want them. I, I like, I need them. And I didn't get them done though. Like I, I never really looked into a surgeon. Cause when I want something, I will tell you guys, when I want something, I'm doing my research that second. I'm doing, I'm, I'm a researcher. I always look things up. I look for the best doctor, best thing, whatever it is. I always do my research, but I hadn't for the butt implants. I hadn't looked at doctors. I hadn't really looked at anything, but I knew I wanted them. But there was a part of me inside that I knew, like my, my, I knew that that wasn't the decision I really wanted, right? Because if I really wanted the butt implants, I would have done the research. I knew deep inside that that's not what I really wanted, or at least not now. And I knew that if I was going to get the butt implant, it was for the wrong reasons. Because I 100% know that it was because I wasn't healed. I was going through all the depression I was going through, all the things you can think of. And working on yourself is so fucking hard. And I'll repeat that again. Working on your internal self is so fucking hard. And it is so quick to look for happiness in external factors. When you are not happy with yourself, you try to change things about yourself that don't really need to be changed. You try to find things to fix yourself, right? But the fixing that you need to do is deep inside. And I was wanting to fix the ugliness that I was feeling inside with this external factor because I thought that that was what's what was going to make me happy. And I can't tell you guys how fixated I was. All I thought about was butts all day. And then I know that's crazy. And I talked about it a lot in therapy, but every time I would get on Instagram, every time I would get on TikTok, it was centered around that girl has a bigger butt. That girl has a fake butt. That girl has, has a bigger butt. Like I, and I'm like, I want it. I want it. I want it. I want it. And it was so fucking annoying. And Chris can testify this. Like it was annoying. And because it was all I focused on. And I really had to like dig deep and ask myself, like, is this what you're really wanting? And I literally got to the point where I broke down. I remember breaking down. I had a panic attack and I broke down and we actually had guests in the house that day. And I was in the bathroom and I literally just started shaking and I broke down with Chris. And I was like, I need help. Because what I'm, what's going on is not okay. I'm not okay. And um, like, I literally could not breathe. I ran like, I was like shaking. I ran, we were like in the closet talking and like sitting on the carpet. And I like ran to the bathroom to throw up. It was the craziest thing. Like I was just like, my body was like, I don't know what was happening, but it was like a severe panic attack. And I looked at him and I was like, I need you to help me because I don't know what to do anymore. Like, I feel like I am this fixation on this is not healthy for me. And it's not something that like, if I really wanted to do it, you know, that I would do it. Like I would go and like, no matter what you said, if you didn't like it, I don't care. Like I, if it's something I really want to do, I would have done it, but I don't think 
deep inside something is telling me don't do it don't do it because i don't think that was it's that is not what's going to fix you and so we worked a lot through it i actually went through um hypnosis and i know like you guys are like uh, at first i was like really hesitant with hypnosis i was like i don't really know if this is going to work guys i can't tell you not everyone is uh, going to receive hypnosis the same right you have to kind of believe that you are going to get help from it but I did. I was at a point in my life where I was like, I need help because this is not okay. And I had talked about it in therapy, but it was still like not really helping. And so guys, I, I got hip hypnosis and I honestly feel like it changed my life. Like it literally changed the way I saw things. I can't tell you when the last time I felt I compared my butt to anyone else's. Like I can't, like it's been a while. And not a while, like months, months, but it's been a, like, a, I want to say I got hypnosis, I think like, what, maybe two, three months ago, two months ago, but it's been a few weeks. And for me, like, it's a game changer. And I'm sharing it with you guys because I want you guys to take a look at your life and ask yourself if what you are hyper-focused on is helping you, if it's really something that is bringing peace into your life because what I was focused on was not. And this comparison of, of myself to all these other women with butts, with fake butts was literally eating me inside. And there was a lot of factors to consider, right guys? I am someone who is here to inspire you. And I'm not saying if you have a fake butt, you're not really inspirational um, or yeah, a fake butt, not a big butt. But I did think about you guys a lot. I did ask myself, if I get a fake butt, what am I, what am I telling other women? What am I representing? Right? Like I asked myself a lot and I'm like, if I get a fake butt, it will literally, literally discredit everything I've ever done. I think if I was a normal, um, nine to five girl or I had a job somewhere else, right. That wasn't influencing, especially in the fitness community, then it's fine. Right. But like, I'm an influencer at the end of the day. I am someone that people look up to. And if you guys know, I'm I, like, you guys know, I'm being honest. The second you see someone with a fake butt, even if they're working out, you discredit them. Like, oh, she only looks like that with a fake butt. Yeah, the exercises work, but it's a fake butt. Uh, every single time that will be your thought in your head. You're never like, oh, she has a fake butt, but she works really hard. No, you literally will discredit the person the second you know they have a fake butt or whatever it is. And so it's like literally with steroids, so many people want to be like, uh, oh, they have steroids. That's why they're like that. Yeah, they have steroids, but they still need to put in the work. Same with the butt implants. You have a butt, you get butt, a butt implant, you get a BBL, you still have to maintain um, a healthy physique. You still have to be healthy, kind of work out, do something, because if not, then all that work goes to waste, right? It's, it's not going to produce the same result. So yes, you still have to work hard and things like that, but it is so easily discredited, right? So I thought a lot about that, but I'm sharing this with you guys because I feel like the podcast is a chance for me to be always honest with you guys and vulnerable. And I want you guys to learn something from it, right? Like take something from it. And I hope that this is not me saying like, don't get a fake butt or don't do anything like, you know, surgeries, whatever. You guys know I have my boobs and, and, and you know, if you need 
If you want cosmetic changes, I'm all, all for it, right? But make sure you guys are doing it for the right reasons and you're not doing it because you're on internally unhappy with yourself or you are comparing yourself to other people because I'm telling you, you could get that surgery and you're not going to be happy. And I knew that. I knew that if I got that surgery, it wasn't going to make me happier because I wasn't happy in that moment. And I can't tell you guys how grateful I am. And I'm not saying that that conversation might not come up later on. I don't know, right? Maybe in five years, I actually do want a fake butt. Right? I don't know, right? But like right now, I knew that it wasn't the best decision for me because it was an internal thing I had to fix. And I'm so glad I didn't do it because I feel so much better about myself, guys. I feel the best I've ever felt about myself in a really long time. I still have my bad days, but doing the self-work and really like taking the time to get to know myself and reflecting on who I am and what value I bring other than physical value has brought so much happiness into my life. And so it comes with today's topic. I know that kind of went off off um, topic, but or today's podcast topic, but I wanted to share that with you guys. So I hope that you guys can reflect that. But going into today's topics, I wanted to talk about non-negotiables because I was reflecting on on all that and what I expect for myself for the remainder of the year, right? Because we are, um, it's almost my birthday too. In two weeks, I will be 29 years old, guys. And I, I was, this year I've been so like, ugh, about getting older and I've just felt so old. And I was just like, you know, I feel so old. Like, I feel like I'm this grandma and I'm like, thankfully working on myself these last few months and someone like we had a conversation. I had a conversation with someone on the dark sport team really opened my eyes. And I was like, what, what the hell's wrong with you? I was like, you are tw- you're going to be 29. You are living your best life. Why are you feeling old? Why are you trying to dress old? Why are you getting this old mentality? Like you are fucking young and embrace it. Like you are going to hit your thirties and even thirties are like the best years. I've heard of the best years of your life. And I'm just like looking forward to them instead of being like, Oh my God, I'm turning 30. Like I'm actually really excited for my birthday this year. I'm not really going too crazy, but like, or even crazy at all, but I'm just really happy. Like, I feel like I've just really changed my mindset and it's helped so much. And it made me think about my non-negotiables for the rest of the year, because guys, September, October, November, we literally have three months left for the year. So Think about, I want you, while I'm telling you guys what my top five non-negotiables are, think about what yours are with yourself. I didn't do any relationship ones, but what you want out of a partner, what you literally are not going to let um, slide, those are what your non-negotiables are. So I want you to think about yours as I am talking to you guys about mine. So the number one is talk negatively to myself. I can't tell you guys how many times at the beginning of the year All I did was talk shit about myself, right? My body was ugly. Oh my God, I'm so bloated. Oh my God, this. Oh my God, that. All the fucking time. And I went through a phase where I stopped and then recently it started again and I was like, no, fuck you, little head. I literally was like, I was so mad at myself. I was like, absolutely not. Because I am a firm believer. What you say to yourself is what you believe you are. And if I am constantly telling myself that I'm not good enough, that I'm ugly, that I'm bloated, that I'm this, your mind is going to believe you because it doesn't know the difference between the truth and the lie. So if you are telling yourself those things, you are going to, your mind is going to believe them. You're constantly telling yourself, I'm fat, I'm fat, I'm fat. And you're not fat. Your brain doesn't know the fucking difference. So I was like, you know what? No, 
I am not going to talk negatively about myself. If I don't even, if I look at myself and I don't like the way that I look, whatever, walk away. Because I'm not going to let myself go there. I'm not going to let myself pick myself apart. So number one is I am not going to talk negatively to myself anymore, anymore. And I can't tell you guys how much that's helped. I literally have been in the best mindset. I have like been telling myself how beautiful I am recently and not because I have it on a chart. Tell yourself you're beautiful or on my notepad. Tell yourself you're beautiful every day. It's just naturally happened. The It was Monday. I looked at myself in the mirror in the morning and uh, I just like brushed my hair. I wasn't wearing any makeup either, right? This isn't like when I'm all dolled up, whatever. It was just me, my rawness. The, the two times that I've recently done this, real rawness. I was in the car too and I was just like no makeup, just sunscreen on my face. And I looked at myself in the mirror and I was like, you're so beautiful. You're so smart. Like it chokes me up to think about it because that's never really been me. Like I am very confident, but I can't tell you guys the last time that I had done that to my, about like spoken that way to myself. And I know I'm beautiful, right? Like I'm a confident woman, but when you speak it to yourself, when you speak it to yourself, it is so powerful. And when you truly believe it, I think there's a difference when you speak it to yourself and you don't believe it. But when you believe it, it is so powerful. And when you're looking at yourself in your rawest form, like I said, like me, just sunscreen in my face, like and I'm telling myself these things. I don't think there's a better feeling than that, guys. And I'm just so grateful that I am here. And I'm, I'm not going to say that. It's always going to be positive from here on out, right? But like it takes steps to get here. So number one for me is not my non-negotiable is I'm not going to talk negatively to myself. Number two is surround myself with people who are not taking care of themselves. I am really believing that. I've always said this. You are who you hang around with. You are who you surround yourself with. I am a firm believer in that. And because I was going through what I was going through in the beginning of the year, I wasn't really taking care of myself. I, I shared this with you guys. I wasn't really like, and for me taking care of myself is like brushing my hair, putting on even like, like my son, my, my morning face routine, a little bit of makeup. It doesn't have to be a full glam, but just like that. And like a nice gym outfit, like a put together gym outfit. I was barely putting on fucking moisturizer, throwing a whatever gym outfit, even though I have plenty of nice ones and, because I was just going to the gym. I wasn't really doing anything else. And I was happy. I was just like, oh, it's fine. And the people around me were like the same, right? They weren't like really like, oh, like wearing makeup or really taking care of themselves as much. And, um, you know, no, I'm not throwing anyone under the bus, right? But they were dealing with their own things. But I'm at a point now where I am so, like I had this switch and I am so like, on it. I'm on it with myself. I'm on it with my work. I'm on it with so many things. And I'm at the point where if you are not on it, if I am showing up the best that I can show up that day and you're not showing up the best that you can, even if you had the bad day, some days your best is not going to be at hundred, but if you're not taking care of yourself, I don't want to be a part of it right now. I don't because I don't want to be in that headspace again. I don't want. And the more you hang out with someone who is not in the right headspace, you'll stay there. Uh, it's, it's it, to give you guys another example. 
I've told you guys, I'm not ready to have kids. I'm not ready to have kids. That doesn't mean that I haven't changed my mind about kids. I have. I do think there are days where I want a kid in the future. I've thought about having a kid in the future. More so now than before. I know if you guys are OGs, I was like, I never want kids. But I think as I've gotten older, I've realized, okay, I think I want one. But I don't want that. I don't want a baby yet. I'm not ready for it yet. I have a lot of things that I want to accomplish in my life. And surrounding myself with people who were um, all having babies made me feel like I, it was like almost like more pressure to have a baby there. Well, I guess, yeah, I'm not really happy with my life and I'm not really where I want to be with my goals, but should I just have a baby to have a baby? Like, I don't know. Uh, like it was just not, I was not in the right headspace because that's what I was surrounding myself. And I had to have a reality check and say, Hey, those are not your goals. And it's great that they're happy with the decisions that they made and they're happy with their family. And that's what their focus is on. But the more you hang out with them, that's what you are going to want. So you need to step out and you need to find people that fuel you and the goals that you have. It's, I'm not saying, excuse me, I'm not saying don't be with your friends who have kids or don't be with friends who aren't on the same wavelength as you, right? But I'm saying it's also important that you surround yourself with people who are goal-oriented like you, who have the same vision that you do, right? Because it's also important that you surround yourself with people who are gonna level you up. So for me, it's people who are taking care of themselves or people who are making moves or people especially women who want something out of their lives. It's important for me to be surrounded myself with that because it will help fuel me and I can fuel them. So number two is I'm not, my non-negotiable is surround myself with people who are not taking care of themselves because I need more. I need more people to fuel me in the, the areas and I need to be fueled in. So number three is respect. I've always led my life with respect. I, I respect like over, I've always shown others respect. Let me say that. I grew up in a very traditional Mexican household where you respect everyone. You respect your elders. I don't give a fuck if they disrespect you. You respect them, right? I show everyone respect. And I feel like recently I haven't felt respected in some areas of my life. Like I'm not gonna lie. I hate it when my friends are late. I feel like it's, disrespectful of my time if I'm making the time for you and I'm here at I get five minutes late whatever but if I'm making time for you if I say at a certain time I expect you to respect my time and show up at that time and it's getting to the point where I'm getting really frustrated right and I think it's because I'm allowing people to treat me ways that I don't want to be treated and that's on me right? Because I'm not, I'm not stepping up and saying something, but now I'm like, no, you know what? If we say we're going to do this, like, for example, like I'm not throwing anyone under the bus, but we say we start working out at six. If you're not there at six, we're going to start it without you. We actually show up at five 30. We take our pre-workout. We, we, and we let it kick in. We do our stretching, but we fucking start at six. And if you're not going to be there at six, we're going to start without you. Right. That's just an example. Another dinner. I'm I'm so tired of saying we're going to be somewhere at two and people show up at two fucking forty five. No, we're doing it at two. If you can show up at two, show up at two. If you're going to be late, don't even show up because my time is valuable. If not, tell me what time works for you. But you better be there at the time that you say I'm just 
not going to allow people to disrespect me anymore. Because if I'm showing you respect, I expect the same in return. Number four, meeting with a friend once a week. It's important, I've learned through this year, that you communicate with your friends and you spend quality time with your friends, especially if you care with them, care about them. We, I know we're all busy and we care and we get stuck in our own routine and things like that. But for me, also taking the two week, two weeks with my family just made me realize like, I've known this before, right? But it just reassures you and like readdresses that it's so important that you hang out with the people that you love, make time for the people that you love. And so for me, if that's meeting with a friend once a week, then that's what I'm going to do. Even if it's 15 minute, like literally tomorrow I'm hanging out with Brittany. We're doing a, a walk. Even if it's just some walk in the morning, let's just hang out for 30 minutes. Let's walk. Let's catch up. How was your week? How was my week? What, what, what have you learned this week? What have I learned this week? You know, like just not even girl talk because it's not, you know, gossip or everything. It's catching up. Like, how is your friend doing? Truly, how are they doing? How are you doing? I think it's important that you make time for the people that you love and ask yourself if you're being that friend who's also making time for others because there are sometimes relationships where it's one-sided and it's important that you you make your friend know and, and know that you appreciate them and know that it's not one-sided. So if you're not being a good friend, then it's time for you maybe to step up and be a good friend, right? I'm not saying you meet the same person every week, right? Because sometimes it's hard, but making, even if it's like a voice memo that week, right? Hey girl, or hey, whatever. I was thinking about you this week and I just hope you're doing okay. I hope you're killing it at work. I love you so much. I'm sending you a big hug. Let's catch up soon. I promise you that goes a long fucking way. So catching up with a friend once a week is a non-negotiable for me now. And lastly is not believing I deserve the things that I want. I think during the time that um, I was going through that whole depression stage and whatever, I got comfortable and I wanted things, but it's not that I didn't think I didn't deserve them. I, I was just like, why? why I don't really want them like I don't really need them I don't really care for them but I knew I did I just didn't want to try for them right and I feel like now I'm in a point where I'm like I deserve everything I want and I want everything that I want and I'm gonna I work hard for the things that I want and I deserve the things that I want right I feel like I got into that same mentality where I was scared like I was scared to get things that I want because I was scared they were going to be taken away but fuck that like money comes money goes but the more you focus on pinching your fucking pennies and being fearful of money, money will actually run away from you. When you start putting less stress on money and just do the damn work and say, this is going to come back to me tenfold because I work hard and I give hard and I do the things that I need to do, the money will come and the things will come to you. And I just feel like I got into this funk where I just felt like I didn't deserve the things that I wanted or like, I don't know. I feel like I was, it was, bad for me to want the things that I wanted, right? Because people around me weren't wanting the same things. And I'm like, no, you've always wanted these things. You just got comfortable not wanting them because everyone around you was not wanting these things, right? So it's like, no, if you want certain things, go after the things that you fucking want because you know deep down that's who you are. So for me, the last one is I'm not going to, I'm going to believe I deserve everything that I want. And I'm going to make sure that I remember my goals and remember my whys because it's so easy to easy to forget your whys, right? 
I remind myself of my whys now and I know that love the things that I love and I know the things that I want in my life. And I think I lost my way there for a second. I didn't really know what I was wanting out of my life. And I, that's what depression does to you, right? You, you really don't even have time to think about things. You're, you're literally focused on living that day, right? And um, I just, I really thought it was important for me to write down these non-negotiables for me ending this year because I am on fire right now, guys. I feel fueled and I hope that you're receiving this energy that I'm giving right now because I am just so happy. And I will say a big help has been, um, let me, let me, let me go back. Resisting has been something I've been really struggling with. I fucking resist and I resist and I resist when I know things are good for me. And I'm like, fuck that. I'm going to stop resisting and just do the damn thing. And I don't mean like you guys know I'm very like I'm a hard worker, right? I do things. But I'm saying like sometimes I'm like, oh, do I really want to do this? Do we really want to go here? Do I really want to make the time for this? It just, it's just better if I don't. Like, no, fuck that. If I know that I'm going to benefit from it, if I know that it's going to bring joy to my life or happiness or fulfillment, I'm going to stop fucking resistant, resisting. And I was resisting getting an, uh, an assistant for so long because I was like, why? Like, you don't really need it, blah, 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 blah. And I'm so freaking grateful that I did. I got, I, I mentioned to you guys, I got Hannah and it's been great working with her. And it's literally lit a fire in me because I think having her has allowed me to actually put more focus in my work. I think before I was slacking off a little too much, I was giving myself too much grace and work, I guess I will say, because working from home is tough. Plus running your business from home is tough. It's easy to mix things and it's easy not to get shit done. But having Hannah now, she helps me stay on track and that's exactly what I needed. So I'm telling you, stop resisting the shit that is, that is literally, if it's showing up in your life, it's for a reason. Listen, listen to the universe, listen to the signs, because if it is showing up in your life, it is for a reason. I can't tell you guys how much I am like literally on fire right now, listening to the signs. There's been so many things coming my way and Chris and I's way that is just crazy. It's crazy if you just open your up yourself to new possibilities, to new opportunities, to attracting the things that you know you deserve. I'm telling you, the world is endless and you are capable of reaching everything that you have ever dreamed of for yourself. So I hope that this makes you think about your non-negotiables for yourself and for your relationship, my single ladies, for your relationship, what are things you are not going to put up with in a relationship, in a partner? Have those so that the next time you go on a date, they're on your mind and you know what the red flags are and you know what you will not accept. So I'm lucky enough that Chris and I understand each other really well. We don't got to do the whole dating thing. We don't We don't really have not non-negotiable is, I guess in our relationship would be respect, right? We know we non-negotiable would be to be disrespectful, respectful, whatever. We do not show, we show each other a lot of respect. That's not like, we don't show each other. I'm, I'm all confused now with, with non-negotiable, but you guys get the, the point. Anyways, I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast episode. Um, I really, really wanted to share everything that's been going on and like really wanted to um, just catch up with you guys and hopefully this this episode resonates with you guys because we're almost done with 2023 guys let's finish this year strong please do not forget to dm me about what i said especially about 
the event because I really want to throw an amazing event for you guys and I want you guys to be included in the process, right? Um, so anyways, I love you guys so much and I will see you guys next week. Bye.